Thank you for tuning in to the podcast of Lydia Brown Ministries, where we have a conversation about faith and bringing revival to your life. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Brown Raphael. I'm so honored that you have taken the time to join me again today. There is something that is heavy on my heart to share, and it is very important. So I want to jump right in. You know, oftentimes, especially when we are young, life can seem like it is going to last forever, right? But we all know that every single one of us, one day, are going to leave this earth. And that will come for each of us either by way of passing on or by way of Jesus' coming. While we are here, though, we have such a short window of time to make an impact for God in the earth. Time in comparison to eternity, it really is so small. So while we are here, each and every one of us have a decision to make as to how we are going to choose to live our lives. And that, my friends, will without a doubt affect the lives of many other people as well. I want to ask you a question. Who are you called to? Who do you have influence over? Who is watching you? Who is following? Oftentimes, the impact of our lives reaches far beyond what we could ever imagine. It doesn't matter if we are a minister or a teacher, a leader, a colleague, a brother, a sister, a child, or a parent. The list could definitely go on. The point is, each and every one of us live lives that affect many other people besides ourselves. I was once told that other people's destiny weigh in the balance of your obedience. This is so true. I can personally say that my life has been influenced tremendously by generals of the faith, some of which have gone before us. This past week, a man of God who impacted my life for eternity has went home to be with the Lord. Brother Marcus Lamb, the founder and president of Daystar Television Network, was a giant and general of our faith. I will never forget when I met Brother Marcus, Miss Joni, and the Lamb family. I was 14 years old, and I went to Daystar with evangelist Nancy Harmon. They always opened their doors to her and her team with so much love and support. They believed in young people and encouraged them to live their lives surrendered to the Lord. He so believed and invested in the younger generation because he knew that they aren't the church of tomorrow, but they are the church of today. Brother Marcus also started as a young minister evangelizing all over the country, winning souls for Jesus Christ. He knew the impact young people who are filled with the Holy Spirit and are on fire for God would have on the world. I will never forget him telling me, go preach the gospel, Lydia. Go win souls. He invested so much into my life in such a short period of time 
that I will continue to live out and I will in turn pass that same spirit of faith on to the generations that come after me. Brother Marcus was a mighty man of God with a powerful anointing on his life. But in my time working at Daystar, I would watch him off of the platform, loving his family as a husband, a dad, and a poppy. And that was most impactful to me. There was no question that he loved Jesus Christ first and then his family. He was a man who could lead a global ministry, but still impact an individual's life for Jesus. A man of compassion, tender-hearted, and full of joy, truly an example for us all. The best way I know how to describe Brother Marcus is a general of faith who is known by his love. So I do want to take a moment to honor him and his legacy. More souls than we can even count are in heaven because of him and Miss Joni's obedience to the Lord. And many, many, many lives were changed as a result of his ministry, mine being one of them. Words alone cannot express the gratitude and the honor I have for both Brother Marcus and Miss Joni and all they have done for me that has changed my life because they said yes and answered the call. So many people's lives and so many people's destinies have been changed. I do want to ask that you please keep Miss Joni and the whole Lamb family and all of Daystar in your prayers in the coming weeks and months, praying for comfort that only the Holy Spirit can bring. This great man of God left a legacy that will live on through them all. And it really is the measuring stick for success, isn't it? Knowing that you said yes to the call of God and that other people's lives were changed as a result of it, and that your legacy lives on in generations to come, even once you are in heaven. We each have been so blessed with generals of the faith that have gone before us. They have paved the way. They invested into us. They poured into our lives, and they gave selflessly into our lives of themselves. And now we have the tremendous honor of standing on their shoulders and continuing the work of the ministry and the feeling, the great commission that God has given us to fulfill in the earth. We are in a huge campaign to win back the family of God. And this, my friends, is what it is all about. We have been so blessed with a window of time in the earth to carry on the work of Jesus Christ, the apostles, and the men and women of God who have gone before us. We honor their lives by staying committed to God's service. We also have been given a tremendous responsibility to take what we have learned from them and build upon it. A build, you know, build upon what we have learned and to grow from there. We, we are always to be moving from glory to glory. I think about the Apostle Paul and what he said in 1 Timothy 4, 7 through 8. I have fought the good fight. 
I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day. And not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. Paul finished his part of the race. Brother Marcus finished his part of the race. And now we are called to carry on strong with our part of the race. I like to think of it as a relay race. You know, the passing of a baton from one generation to the next generation. That we are to run the race that was started 2,000 years ago. We know that we are living in the end of this age and Jesus is coming so very, very soon. We have been given the responsibility and the honor of carrying on our leg of the race in this hour. We are so close to the finish line, you guys. Each and every one of us need to run our race for God with everything that is on the inside of us. We need to remember that we are a team in this great commission. We are, each and every one of us, taking hold of what the great men and women of faith that have passed before us, we are taking hold of what they taught us and we are running with it and standing on their shoulders with what we have learned from them. And we one day will pass that same baton on to the ones who also come after us. You know, Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says, Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and as he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. We are standing on the shoulders of those who have gone before us, and they would not have it any other way than for us to pick up where they left off, to run our part of the race with all of our might, They are cheering us on. They are watching us run our race. And the best way that we can honor their lives is to carry on the work for the Lord that they were called to do and live their lives so devoutly for. We all are called to finish what our fathers and our mothers of the faith started for Jesus. So I don't want you to take, I don't want you to take one moment for granted. I want you to know that God has a work for you to do. And for those of you who do have loved ones in heaven, I want to share with you something someone once told me. They are not in your past, but they are in your future. Heaven is so, it is so, so real, and it is such a wonderful place. I want everyone possible to make heaven. I don't want anyone to miss Jesus. So I do feel led right now to take a moment. If anyone is listening and they are not sure where they stand in their relationship with God, I want to speak to you. Maybe you grew up in church, but you are not close to the Lord anymore. Or maybe you know 
of Jesus, but you never truly have gotten to know Jesus. Maybe you have stumbled across this podcast in the world somewhere where you have never even heard the gospel before. Well, let me tell you, the gospel of Jesus is the good news. John 3.16, it says it best, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. No matter where you are, what you've done, or who you are, Jesus loves you so very much, and He is waiting to receive you with open arms. Romans 10 and 9 through 10 says that if you confess with your mouth that the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It is that simple. Life is truly a vapor. James 4 and 14 says, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. But you guys, eternity is forever. What we do here really is just to prepare us for heaven. So if you do not know that you know that if today were your last day on earth, that you would spend eternity with Jesus, then I want you to pray this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Your word says, Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Acts 2.21 says, I am calling on you. I pray and ask Jesus to come into my heart and to be Lord over my life, according to Romans 10, 9 through 10. If you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I do that now. I confess that Jesus is Lord, and I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. I am now reborn. I am a Christian. I am a um, I am a child of the Almighty God, and I am saved in Jesus' name. Amen. All of heaven is rejoicing when one comes home. So if you prayed that prayer with me today, please write us and let us know. Contact us on our website at www.lydiabrown.org. We would love to send you something and also make sure that you are connected with a good local church in your area. Welcome to our big family. Thank you once again for tuning in to this episode. It has been an honor to share with you today. If you will, take a moment and pay this forward by sharing this to your social media. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. With your help, we want to be a blessing to as many people as we possibly can. Until next time, this is Lydia Brown Raphael, and remember, Jesus 
is coming soon. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast of Lydia Brown Ministries. For more ways to connect with us, visit the links in the podcast description.